Dup de dup. Hello. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. Am I live? Seems like it. I don't see any chat, of course. Doesn't look like when I tried it this morning. Um Hello guys. I just need some where is the chat here? <laughs> Starts great. Um, first stream here on the channel, Plumbers of Data Science. Getting it ready, it's just first time as always, doesn't work as you have planned, but it's getting better. This is the first time. Um, create a studio. The thing is, I cannot see if you're typing something because somehow the chat isn't getting displayed here. Okay. Ah, now I can see the chat. Okay. Okay, so is the audio okay? That would be interesting if the audio is okay. On my side it looks like everything is working. Hi, Kate. Great to have you here. Um, Alright, some minor difficulties. But it seems like everything's working. So um, I have been working on a <laughs> bring on the cookbook. <laughs> I have been working on a cookbook for data engineering for some time now. And um, until now, I have been keeping it under wraps and, and uh, only limited to the guys that are supporting me on Patreon. But I think this is not really making sense. I can help a lot of more people to just put it out there. And who cares about those few bucks? I don't really need them. I would rather like uh, to help you guys um, get into data engineering, the plumbing of data science, the engineering work behind the data science and so yeah i have um i have done a cookbook and i just I thought uh, why not make a live stream and show you the cookbook and then have a small chat and yeah if this turns out to be great then we will do this regularly so um to the cookbook I just jump right in and we can have a chat after after that um what i thought uh, to do this is more of a uh, this is not something that you read from beginning to end this is going to be a a point of reference for you um so 
you have you have some you have a point to start and then you can you can look up certain topics and then uh, it should have resources or links to uh, resources where you can learn more about this whole stuff and so just uh, go quick over the contents um the first thing that i did is uh, to uh, let's say uh, specify a bit what is uh, the difference or what is data science because uh, when you hear data science most people uh, think about um think about the data scientists the data scientists work machine learning but it's a lot more than just um just simple machine learning and data scientist stuff it's uh, the data scientist so I, i've been looking into the jobs data scientist data engineer um, data analyst and then who the companies need then uh, the idea is to go over the basic skills that are that are needed or that you need and then um, stuff like uh, learn to write code i think i have a mistake here i think this should be one down uh Need to need to look into that. So this this whole this whole thing, by the way, this is a work in progress. This is this is not finished right now. This is I'm I'm bringing out bringing out new updates uh, all the time. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's 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 LaTeX. Yeah, I've been working with LaTeX and I I love it. It's great. Um, I absolutely. Uh, would say if you do something like this in a like a huge project do it with latex um yeah the thing is to uh, you should uh, look into learn to write code without without coding it's yeah you're basically useless so anyway if you're a data scientist or a or a data engineer or an analyst you should look into uh look into writing uh, how to write code so you need some basics and you need to understand how github works i everything that is already in there i have uh, marked as available um i don't know why this isn't marked as available <laughs> need to do some more work on that um then some uh, some a bit about agile development if you're working in software development agile is, is the thing right now and uh, a lot of people um they say agile equals scrum and yeah just i want to write a bit about scrum and about uh, okr uh, i have done a i think uh, i have linked there a podcast that i did earlier on about okr um, because i personally uh, like to do more okr than scrum because scrum uh, has a lot of overhead and for for smaller teams and uh, teams that are not working in in small small um let's say work packages who who have to do a lot of uh, like a startup who have to do a lot of stuff uh, in parallel scrum has uh, too much overhead and and yeah there is objectives and key results is a lot simpler and it's it's a lot more more yeah obvious and, and you have a uh, you as a developer has have a lot more insight into how you uh, how your work pays into the whole strategy of of your project of your of your company and so on yeah um then 
what I think I'm coming from a from a uh, computer science background, and what I what helped me a, a lot in in the data engineering world is to actually know the 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 uh, computer science background. So, um, of course, this is uh, this is available for free. You can go to my website. Just let me bring this up. I'm sorry, I should have mentioned this. Um, you could you can go to my website andreaskretz.com and either you are um you're filling out here your uh, your name and your email and then uh, then you get it uh, get access to it um or you can go to uh or you can go to andreaskretz.com/cookbook and then you have um you have access also here you can you can subscribe to it uh, i have put it into a uh, you're getting it through mail because um when i have your mail i can send you the updates when i do updates of the cookbook and i can send you um for instance updates on the on the interesting topics i'm doing on uh, youtube or interesting articles um i find so uh, just to to have you have you updated on the whole stuff uh if you just want to get it, you can subscribe, and then basically below in the in the email is a link where you can unsubscribe. All good, all good, it's all good, no problem. Um, yeah. So back to the computer science. So um, not only how a computer works, uh, what is also very important is that you understand how. Uh, computer networking is is working how uh, how the information flows through the systems uh, with the with the iso and osi model um, and how ip subnetting works and how the the actual networking hardware with with routers and switches uh, working uh, because at some point um, you need to define firewall settings and you need to make yeah make a firewall setting with uh, which IPs from where to where, which ports and so on, and which subnets. Uh, uh, so you need to understand how the, how this works it, basically everywhere. If you're building a platform or on AWS or yeah, on a, on a, on a, uh, on-premise cluster, it's, it's all the same. Every, you need this everywhere. And then what also counts is security and privacy um just some some stuff how does ssl work um how does that work with the certificates um i want to get into java web tokens okay there's also a, a thing then gdpr regulations this is more for europe this is a huge thing for europe and yeah it's interesting um and then some stuff like linux what what do you need to know about Linux and uh, the cloud? Yeah, exactly. And then um, then what what I've so the this is this is the introduction or this is this is going to be the the basics. And then um, what the whole where the whole um, cookbook is hinging on is a big data platform blueprint or a data science platform blueprint um and this is this is something i did i don't know a year ago one and a half years ago and uh, it's basically 
we can we are going to get to this in a second um it's how a platform looks and how what what types of of uh, systems are there and then i'm looking at each of those in a data science platform how does how does a data science platform uh, look so this is general than data science platform more in, in depth uh, security zones lambda architecture big data uh, docker and then we're going then i'm i'm going to get into the into those stages of the of the platform so how to ingest data uh, how distributed processing is going to work or is working um how to store data yeah how to store data for instance sql no sql sql i'm not sure if i if i leave sql in here because sql is more or less a basics knowledge you you need to know some stuff about uh, sql and yeah how to visualize data then i am I'm, I'm uh, collecting some case studies this is going to be uh, also going to be something that that is growing um how are companies building their data science platform? What tools are they using? So uh, the idea here is to, uh, I, I have done it for Netflix. The idea is to get you an, an, an overview of, uh, or a feeling of, of how this is working in, in production. And then uh, some stuff about DevOps. I'm not 100% sure um, what I'm going to do here. Um, yeah. So again, for the, for the whole, um, is it buffering? No, no. Um, for the whole thing, this is the let's say this is the frame around around my articles and around YouTube and so on. So I'm going to uh, make YouTube content um, strategic to the to the cookbook. So. Um, for instance, last week I have done a, a video about um, a data analyst where I have shown you, if you haven't seen it, uh, check out the, the previous videos where I've shown you a infographic, uh, what exactly, what, what is a, a data analyst doing. And then what I'm doing is I'm putting the information from there into the cookbook. So um, you get, always get a a, a quick overview and something you can you can look up again and not go through the videos and, and yeah because this is it's uh, time consuming yeah so i have uh, been writing a bit about a data scientist and about yeah, how a how a machine learning pipeline is uh, is working so that you're you're getting uh, raw data you're pre-processing the data and you do the machine learning and have some raw output and then you're you're post processing, and then you're getting to insight. And uh, I've been writing about data engineers. Um, I'm going to expand this section as well. Um, and then the analyst stuff is is going to come. Um, yeah, hopefully in the next days. I have the transcript already from YouTube. I just need to fill it in here. Um, yeah, so a bit a bit of stuff. Uh, how who companies need, um, because people always think companies only need uh, data scientists, but this is is actually not not really true. Um, yeah, 
So I've just been looking at the chat here. Okay. Um, about the case studies. Um, there's a question about the case studies. If I am from the look of a data engineer or A to C include machine learning. No, this is this is not I, I'm not a machine learning expert. So I'm I'm working with data scientists as a data engineer, but I cannot um I cannot basically show you the whole the whole thing that for instance Netflix is doing. First of all, you don't really know what Netflix is doing because they are that's secret. Um that's that's uh IP intellectual property and um, I'm I can what I'm doing is for data for data engineers is to show the the actual tools they use how they're building the pipelines and and how this yeah how this stuff is working yeah so because there are there are a lot of variables that that you you don't you don't basically don't know yeah I've been writing a bit about uh, how to what I think is important about coding, um, GitHub, GitHub. I'm, uh, I have included, for instance, here a a guide into GitHub. Um, I need to put this into. I need to reformat this so this is going to get. Uh, as you can see, this is a work in progress. This I'm I'm going to send you updates. Um, I I think I'm doing an update a week. Once a week, I'm trying to do an update on the weekend, and then this stuff is going to get fixed. Um, yeah, so for instance, on a cheat sheet about uh, about GitHub that I'm that I'm using and that I find very very helpful. Um, yeah, but agile development, why this is so important, and what I have learned over the years, and um, yeah, that. The problems with with uh, outsourcing. Um, yeah, the pipeline is exactly exactly the pipeline is important for for the platforms um, because uh, many people think yeah let's do um, let's do agile and let's outsource a lot of work and then we are we are saving a lot of money we are saving a lot of time no you don't. And um, yeah, knowledge is for me. I'm I'm always trying to get as much knowledge as possible into the into the um, department or into into my group because, like Elon Musk is doing um, with with Tesla or with SpaceX, if you can do everything in house, then you're very very quick and very agile, and you you can actually achieve stuff. On your own and not wait on on some other guys. Um, yeah, Scrum, as I said, is is empty right now. Um, then OKR is here's the link to the to the podcast. You can also get to the podcast, by the way, uh, the Plumbers of Data Science podcast. Um, already closed the window again. Great. Uh, 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 uh. Um, 
if you go to my website if you go to my website andreasgritz.com you can go to podcast and on the podcast page you have access to um, all the podcast resources i'm currently having the podcast i'm currently having the plumbers of data science i'm having a lot of trouble with itunes because uh, i'm using anchor fm for the main resource for the podcast and somehow itunes is not letting the rss feed from anchor um, on itunes i don't know why it's something with the uh, with the https protocol certificate that anchor is using i don't know uh, but I have uh, made I uh, have uh, added the link to the RSS feed so you can edit manually in iTunes if you want. Yeah, and there you have um basically all the resources. I have uh, also added some some major stuff I think that's important here. andreaskretz.com slash podcast I'm also going to look into uh, uh, linking this to my Plumbers of Data Science um, URL. Okay, then Computer Science Basics. This is uh, still uh, yeah, some kind of empty. I have done some podcasts. I just need to bring this in here. And yeah, then the about the Blueprint. The Blueprint, the idea with the Blueprint is that... Uh, your your data science platform where you're engineering or where you're working as an engineer is uh, contains a few a few uh, um, layers or a few yeah, regions um this is by the way iot.quick.com this is my old url so <laughs> i have uh, ditched this um so you're going to start with ingest. How is the data coming in? Um, with uh, with APIs, for instance, and then the, you're going to in you're going to get uh, processing. So you're going into stream processing, where you're directly analyzing data and sending it then um, sending it then, for instance, to a to a database that can view where you can view it or you, where. Uh, you're getting the data in, and with stream processing, you're you're uh, putting it into a into a store like a, a big data store, and um, and uh, you can then with batch processing make uh, bigger um, bigger streams or, or or bigger processes where you process a lot of data and and uh, yeah, do let do really distributed processing on large quantities of data, of yeah, big data, as you can say. Um, okay, okay. And then, uh, yeah. So you you have a, a a a process of stream processing, batch processing. You get the insight into into a a layer where you can display it, and the display layer has also. Uh, access to your big data cluster. This is, for instance, uh, this way is is uh, if you're familiar with Hadoop platforms, this is something that you're doing with Hive, for instance. You have in the display layer the uh, Blue or Power BI, and then you have um, you have a Hive instance that has access to data in HDFS, and then yeah, can directly access it. So in Jest, a bit about API store. 
analyze. So this is a overview. Um, yeah, Lambda architecture. Lambda architecture with streaming and and batching. Um, what does that mean? What does what does batch processing mean? Um, data is coming in, is getting stored, and then is it's then with a then all the data or a lot of data is going to get um, analyzed or, or sent to analytics or, or processed in the analytics, and you get insight. And with stream processing, it's uh, data is coming in, gets directly instantly analyzed and then um, sent sent into storage and to a consumer that is for instance in an api or or your your um, your tableau or something or a user interface i'm a bit distracted here because some some kind it's it's just need to get used to it it's flashing that somehow um the stream is has problems with uh, sending over data. Um, guys, are you experiencing buffering? Is somebody experiencing buffering or is that, is it all running smooth? I don't know. Hmm. Um. Yeah, on the topic of streaming, um, the three uh, th three types of streaming you can do um, regarding the the messages that you are processing. So, um, so uh, like like at least once processing, at most once processing, exactly once. What does that mean? And thanks, thanks. Okay, nice. And. Uh, yeah this this is something that is dependent on the tools and it's uh, okay very little i don't know I, I, somehow this is, is is jumping up and down i don't know yeah then a bit about uh, big data the four v's of big data um this is something you have read a thousand times i just wanted to include it here so it's here why big data um planning that it, the planning is super important and uh yeah where the problem is with the with etl extract transform and load process of of uh, of standard databases and uh, scaling up and scaling out that's basically what what uh yeah, where the problems lie here, and uh, where, how you can do this with with big data or with with big data tools. Um, a quick note. Yeah, please don't don't go big data. Um, if you if you don't need this stuff, and if you're if you're if you can use a a normal platform, this is totally okay. But um, if you decide to go go the for instance the hadoop route or the uh, the the big data route and this is going to cost a lot of money and i hope companies are, are noticing this and and getting it in their head that build the data science platform as they need it and not just to be cool and and build these huge huge systems 
which basically makes no sense. Um, great, Baba. How are you? How are you doing? Um, yeah, then Hadoop platforms. Um, bit about Hadoop, a bit about the tools that that you all have within the within the um, within the framework or or the the let's call it ecosystem of um, of Hadoop because Hadoop is is not only is not only HDFS. It's it's a lot lot more than just um, than just uh, what you have with with HDFS and 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 MapReduce. There's a lot of stuff. Some stuff is is not is no longer a hundred percent necessary. Ah, okay. Yeah, thanks for the thanks for the hint with the typos. I think I guess there are a lot of typos in, <laughs> in this stuff. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to fix this either way. It's it's going to get going to get okay. Um, uh, by the way, guys, um, if you like this stream, hit the like button on the video. Um, let me know what you think. And if you have some ideas what to talk about in, in the upcoming streams, I, I mean, I basically can do a stream every day and we can have a talk about some stuff. Um, you can send me an email, plumbersofdatascience at gmail.com. Or if you have something cool you you would uh, like to see or, or show people, um, send me an email and I, I'm going to talk about it. Um, we have a conversation. Yeah, then a, a quick um, yeah, how the components of the ecosystem can work together. So basically, what what uh, basically we have Yarn as a as a resource manager that has to do something with HDFS and with with a key value store of HBase, and that manages uh, Spark jobs, uh, the resources for the Spark jobs. And so on and so on. So uh, Kafka is using Zookeeper to keep track of offset. It's uh, so uh, you may not uh, already know everything I'm, I've just uh, mentioned, but it's it's all very complicated. And um, the cool thing is, for instance, then you can bring in other components, and those components then have again uh, something to do with the existing components that you're already having in the cluster. So. Um, that's the absolutely cool thing of um, of big data and and of of uh, I'm a I'm a huge fan of of uh, Hadoop platforms. Uh, I've been working with Hadoop for for a long time, and um, and the the cool thing is is that it's 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 so versatile and some people say um, why why would you why would you use so many open source uh, tools um to stitch this together and and make a system um isn't this too complicated no it's not and it's the 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 cool thing is that you can uh, you can basically use whatever you want you can you can use whatever you need most of the tools are either way are already uh, in the in the system or in the ecosystem um, available if you're thinking about um, if you're thinking about Cloudera or or Hortonworks, which are 
basically the same company right now um, since January, uh, December. And so it's super easy to install and super, super good to manage. Um, there's a question. Um, um, how deep data scientists should know Spark and AWS? Well, um, AWS, I'd say that totally depends on where you're working at. So, I mean, it doesn't really make sense if you're in a company that has nothing to do with AWS to be an AWS specialist. Um, I think it's important to know the basics. I said, I said the basics, um, how are, what tools are available in AWS and how do they, how do they match to, for instance, the Hadoop ecosystem? A lot of stuff is, is basically the same. Um, there's, uh, in, in, uh, in AWS, there's a Kafka. It's only not called Kafka. It's called, uh, how is that called? Um, <laughs> Kinesis, Kinesis streams. It's basically the same thing. Or uh, your Lambda functions. That's basically Spark, Spark streaming. That's a lot of stuff is S3, S3 on AWS where you store the data. It's basically HDFS. So it's, it's of course, there's a layer on top of it and you don't see it, but deep down, that's basically HDFS. Or DynamoDB. DynamoDB. Guess what is DynamoDB? HBase. So yeah, it's they have a lot of managed services. So um get a get a feeling what is what does H AWS and what does what does Google uh, Cloud what do they offer and how generally can you build something on top of that? But um I'd say look deeply into that when you're basically learning on the job it's a it's a lot either way in in, in data engineering a lot of stuff is, is is learning on the job while you're doing it because there are so many possibilities so many platforms so many ways to do stuff you cannot know everything this is completely nuts so i there is a lot of stuff i don't know and this is also um why I'm doing these these videos and these streams and stuff because uh, I can share stuff that I know with you, and I can the stuff I don't know I can research and I can can give this feedback to you and get feedback from you. you there is a lot of stuff you know that I don't know, so why not help each other here at the plumbers? <laughs> yeah, I always say it's it's basic. The plumbing of data science it's basically it's basically invisible but it's a huge mess if you do it wrong it's a huge mess um yeah should you learn hadoop uh yeah yeah but only only to go so far that you can that you can start with it don't go around and uh, everything that is in the cookbook or, or that that you can find a book on it don't go around and learn everything because this is it's not it's not possible that's impossible so get a get a get yourself to a level where you where you know the basics and from what you can improve on this is the the most um the most important stuff uh, 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 uh. 
so yeah is ETL still relevant for analytics this is a podcast I still need to transcribe um, docker uh, docker is super important docker is, is uh, something that I see is coming in the future a lot so um, also for data science platforms docker dockerized uh, analytics and together with with kubernetes or kubernetes um, yeah this is something that's that is that's very very strong and it's, it's getting even stronger in, in the future because it's it's it makes it very simple to um, for instance package package analytics into a into a microservice um, microservice is also a very interesting topic I need to get into uh, a lot more yeah exactly Kubernetes I need to make a make a section for that um, yeah how to ingest data APIs um, did a podcast about APIs uh, ruling the world APIs this is this is the thing if you think about um, if you think about the internet of things IOT this is you need APIs here and there and yeah without without good APIs it's basically yeah not going to not going to work and it's super important how to design APIs and and how to use APIs uh, yeah rest APIs um, JSON APIs um, security and so on so as you can see as I mentioned it's it's there's a lot of stuff I need to put in there it's coming it's coming I'm trying to do one 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 video one stream a day and in a year we have a, a complete document here um, yeah MapReduce uh, a lot of people still don't uh, understand how MapReduce is working so I did a section of, of MapReduce um, because MapReduce basically is if you want it it's it's also a um, a basics for a basic for Spark so uh, you're, you're doing a lot with with map and reduce in Spark and yeah so I have made an, an example how this is how this is working, for instance, with time series data. Um, how you can do minute averages in time series data, and how this is working with map and with the in the reduce phase, and yeah, super simple. I think this can help a lot. Um, Um, if it's true that plumbers of data science is all about the right tools to use, uh, it's about it's about the right tools, about what techniques uh, do you use, how how can you use the tools, how can you stitch this together to to build a data science platform to basically enable the data scientists scientists to do the work. the The thing, the idea with with data engineering and with the with the podcast here is. Um, If you don't have if you don't have a good platform behind uh, behind all that, uh, 
you're not going to you're not going to to bring data science into production. Um, you can do Kaggle competitions and so on, but yeah, that that doesn't really bring stuff. You need to automate everything, and you need to build a platform uh, where you are going to offer customer services. And without the without the plumbing behind it, without the platform, without the engineering, um, all the data science you can do and you have is basically useless. And this is uh, this is what what a lot of guys don't understand, and a lot of lot of companies don't understand. And so, yeah, this is that's why where I'm coming from, and this is this is what I have seen over the years that is super important, and which is getting a lot overlooked a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um. Where was I? Okay, um, MapReduce. How does that look? Then uh, some stuff about Spark. Uh, how does Spark fit to Hadoop? Um, some in in the in the in the past months, I have read this a lot less. Uh, Hadoop or Spark? Which is better? Which do you use? Completely the wrong, the wrong question that has nothing to do. It's 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 totally complementary you can use this is why i uh, why i did uh, this section here um it's basically you can see hadoop has a storage spark doesn't have storage but spark can use hadoop storage um hadoop has analytics uh, MapReduce, but pfft, nah, this is the only thing with that you really can compare it and then you have um on the resource management side, for instance, you have uh, Yarn on Hadoop. You have your uh, Spark resource management, but Spark resource management can also use um, the Hadoop, the Yarn resource management. So super simple and and absolutely does fit very, very good together here. Um, yeah, yeah. So... Spark fit, a bit about yarn, languages. Um, yeah, languages for Spark as well. Um, yeah, there for me there are two options here: Python and Scala. I'm coming from the char if you're coming like me from the Java world with software like typical software engineering, then uh, Scala. If you're coming more from a data scientist you who is doing a lot with with python um yeah you can go you can go with with python um that's very good if also if you're doing a machine if you want to do machine learning on spark um, python is very good um how does spark use hadoop so basically how um, spark sits on top of the hadoop data nodes so you uh, it can leverage Basically, data locality, um, TensorFlow, resource management again, uh, message queues, machine learning section, uh, da, 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 da. this is all a bit too much for now. Um, yeah, then um, I did a podcast how to uh, 
how to decide between a SQL and NoSQL databases. So this is going to end up here. Again, I need to transcribe this. Yeah, I'm missing a bit the time right now. And um, HDFS, how HDFS works with master slaves and how how it partitions the data and how it can this why this is uh, yeah, how it's using blocks to store large files. Um, then there's there's going to be the whole section about um, visualization. Um, didn't get this right now uh, until now. Um, then, yeah, data science and Netflix. Netflix has Netflix has a very interesting platform um, for their um, for their processing. They have uh, seen this on Medium, um, their old platform and their new platform. Very interesting um, how they are doing the trended now feature on Netflix and. Basically, uh, they have devices, and these devices send micro um, micro events. Uh, they can basically uh, basically send over events um, where your mouse cursor is, and yeah, where where you're clicking, and th this stuff gets into Kafka. So it's 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 firing from your from your iPad or whatever it's firing those those messages uh, whenever you send whenever you you press pause whenever you rewind this all this stuff gets locked gets into Kafka gets then uh, processed with Spark and then into a into a, a NoSQL database with Cassandra and then fed back into the live system with with uh, Recommender S super super interesting super interesting um, yeah. What I need to get into uh, Uber and Zalando. Uber has a huge platform. Uh, how is that called? Leonardo, I think. Wasn't that called Leonardo? I think some something like Leonardo and Zalando, the online um, online store for clothing, shoes. Uh, super big here in Europe. They have a a huge huge platform. Also. Um, yeah, Airbnb also very very interesting. Um, strange, there is missing something. Okay, I need to look into that. Um, yeah, and then it's going to come DevOps, and yeah, then some the references. I'm I'm working on the references right now, and um, figures, list of tables. Right now, fifty-seven pages. Uh, how much would I need as investment as individual private not company to build a cluster let's say five servers do you have an estimate um, that's a super simple um, you're running on AWS I guess um that's going to cost you. I say depends on how much data you store. Depends on if you're if you really want to go for a Hadoop cluster, or if you want to go for something like um, like managed uh, managed services, 
uh, with with kinesis and and uh, and lambda functions um, for for startups and smaller companies this has uh, has some some upsides because you can start uh, small with the with the uh, with the actual with the actual invest because five servers um, with five servers you're not going to come very far in the Hadoop world because you at least need uh, I would say at least need five data nodes yeah for a Hadoop cluster that's five nodes is not enough uh, you you need at least five data nodes um, to have a good working system. Then you have two master nodes, um, so you're already at seven servers, and those are very those are expensive instances, um, usually with a lot of a lot of RAM and so on. So it's bigger five figures, so over ten thousand a month, I guess would need to run the uh, calculation but it's it's way over 10 i guess it's it's getting important because um it depends on how much data you you're storing how much data you're you're uh, you're uh, transmitting out and how much how much processing time you're you're using it's this stuff is this stuff is expensive not to mention um if you're really running a, a Hadoop cluster, uh, you can install, for instance, um, a Cloudera stuff. This is for free. Um, but if you really want to go into production, you need then uh, a license from Cloudera or Hortonworks or MapR. And then this is going to cost you as well licensing fees. Um, yeah, and so on. So this stuff is, yeah. As an individual, you cannot. This is no. <laughs> uh, what you can do uh, to learn it, to learn you can uh, to learn this stuff. This is is super super simple. Um, just just for learning, you can get a, a a Docker. I think it's a Docker instance from Cladera. You can install on your machine and and run the stuff. That's super super simple, and for learning, all good. But for for yeah. The thing is, this stuff is not this this whole Hadoop stuff. This is not made for for small projects. If you're if you're a small project, if you don't have uh, six figures a year to run this this stuff, don't do it. Forget it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Say, so use Cladera Quick Start. Yeah, this is this is the stuff to to learn it with. If you don't have a, if you don't have a cluster lying around. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I'm through here. Um, yeah. This is basically basically the cookbook right now. Um, as I said, you can go. And get your your um, copy on my website. Um, I think I have the link down below in the description. There, there should be the the, sh the link should be in the description. And yeah, if do you have some more questions right now? Otherwise, I think we can 
stop this session and yeah if you if you want to know more or if you have some some interesting topics to talk about or to share i can share this on my linkedin and so on and we can talk about this tomorrow or you have some suggestions that should be put in uh, again send me a email uh, plumbers of data science at gmail.com and well then we can meet here tomorrow uh, I'm, I'm i'm switching i think i'm switching to live because um it's it's super boring to just record i can i, I last week i recorded every day a video it's, it's basically two hours of work um it's you you need to prepare the stuff okay i need to prepare here as well then i i need to record the video then i need to cut it and upload it and and all the stuff and i think live we can make a we can make a difference here and uh i've been i've been thinking about adding guests here as well so maybe kate wink wink if you're still here um we can have a discussion Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Just waiting here a quick second and then I'm going to finish it. It's almost an hour. God. <laughs> That's fun. I'm going to also upload this session on uh, on the on the podcast tomorrow morning. It's in Germany. It's um, 11.30 at night almost. So, yeah, well, it's fun. Yeah, do that. I'm. Uh, please spread the word. Hit the like here. So we we need all the likes here because with every like, for instance, also on the on the YouTube, um, you're sending an e a message to the algorithms to to send it out to people and. Yeah, I'm I'm doing this for free because I I want the information out and I want want to want to help fellow computer science experts who want to get into data engineering. Uh, maybe tomorrow I can. I had the I had the question uh, from someone uh, where data science is going and where, where where the whole data engineering stuff is going generally and the jobs. Where are the jobs going in the, over the next years? So maybe. This is a topic for for tomorrow. Hmm. Let me know what you think. Um, can also comment down below. And then, yeah, thanks for being here. Um, I hope it was fun for you as well. And then, bye bye, and see you hopefully tomorrow or on LinkedIn or on Twitter or uh, Twitter. I'm not so much, but or on on uh, on Instagram. Okay, so. See ya, and bye-bye. Bye. Just need to...